Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends, to yet another episode of Everyday Truth. Got my Washington State mug. This is from the Starbucks travel collection. I know, I know what you're thinking, Starbucks. Okay, two things. Number one, I'm not against Starbucks like Americanos, blonde roast, other types of specialty coffees. Not against that. I just have a strong aversion to regular Starbucks drip coffee. So there we go for a clarification. But this is a beautiful mug. And this mug was given to me by Rosita, Barbara, Nora, and Trina. So thank you, ladies, for sending that mug to me in the mail. I always like to get little... Uh, At church, I like to go through the mail first because I want to see if there's anything special in there. And when when your package came through, that was a special blessing. So thank you, ladies, for that. And thank you all for joining us day by day for our Bible study as we are in Revelation chapter 17. Not going to lie, it's a difficult section of Scripture. And the Bible already said that it takes a measure of wisdom to ascertain the meaning And some scriptures are harder to understand than others. And the Bible actually tells us that in 2 Peter chapter number 3. And uh, Bible scholars have struggled with verses like the ones we're talking about. And so I've tried to really stay true to what can we know? Uh, What are the things that the Bible is definitive about? And that's where we've tried to stay centered on this Bible study. We're in verse number 12 of Revelation chapter 17. And would you look at that, please, where the Bible says, and the 10 horns. So remember, we're talking about religious Babylon. We're talking about the woman who represents the religious Babylon herself, and then the beast. We've been introduced to the beast before, motivated by Satan. Sometimes the beast, it refers to Satan, uh, the world system. Remember that the kingdoms and the horns of power, and then sometimes uh, that that horn, uh, the dominant power of the world system in this day, the Antichrist, sometimes the beast refers to him. So here in verse number 12, the 10 horns, which thou sawest, are 10, are 10 kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. So... Remember, we talked about last episode, the the seven kings as being the successive kingdoms of the world, Uh, five that were, one that was during John's day, and one that was to come, which will be the revived Roman Empire. So in that sense, we see the kingdoms of the world successively or chronologically. But here in verse number 12, we see 10 horns of power that are also 10 kings, but that are not chronologically successive. Did you see that in verse number 12? They exist at the same time, or I should say that they rule at the same time. So these are not to be viewed chronologically, but rather these are to be viewed um, concomitantly. In other words, they, they are at the same time ruling, and the beast is not is distinguished from them. He's not one of them, 
but they are ruling as a coalition with him. So the Antichrist. Look at verse number uh, 12, uh, 13, rather. These have, these kings that rule at the same time, they have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. So verse number uh, 11 the Bible says, the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I need to go back there. Did I say verse 12? I guess I should have said verse number 11, and this was a, a miss for me. So let's go back to verse number 11. The beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth. So as we talk about this, the, the successive kingdoms of the world, remember five were Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Persia, Greece, one that is, during John's day, was, according to our history, Rome, the one that is yet to come, that's the revived Roman Empire, which will be uh, the world system of the last days. The eighth world kingdom is the beast, okay? So ruled by Antichrist. So it seems as if during the first half of the tribulation, we call the tribulation the seven years, uh, it is this world system, but Antichrist will be the kind of the eighth or the apex of all world government. And the Bible says that the 10 horns, the 10 kings that will be given rule, will rule with him for just a short time. So in the last half of the tribulation, that great tribulation period, the last three and a half years, Antichrist will be the rule, world leader and will rule uh, the, the government of the world kind of as a coalition government. These other leaders will, will follow him or be aligned with him. You know, for years, people taught this would be the, uh, the, the, uh, the European Union of 10 nations. And we don't know exactly who these 10 kings will be. Uh, we can surmise. The point is that Antichrist will rule the world and will rule the coalition of the world as typified by these, these 10 kings. Watch how they're described in verse number 13. These have one mind, shall give their power, their strength unto the beast. So they are going to agree with the world leader, the Antichrist, they're going to give their strength and their power. So there's going to be a, an agreement to give their military strength, their resources, their technological, their economic resources will go to Antichrist. So in essence, Antichrist is ruling the world through the coalition of these kings that are obedient to and loyal to Antichrist. Okay, look at verse number 14. These, so this coalition, these shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is the Lord of lords and king of kings. They that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. So whoever this coalition is of nations that ally themselves with Antichrist, the world leader who give their military and their economic strength to him, these will this will be the last coalition. This will be the last world government, and this will be this will be the force, 
the coalition that will fight against the Lamb. So this, again, is a reference to the end of the Great Tribulation, the battle of, that we call the Battle of Armageddon, when the coalition of world powers are set in array against Israel, but ultimately against the Lamb that will come the, the second return of Christ with his own, you, you and I, joining him then. So that's a reference to that. Okay, look at verse number 15. And he saith unto me, so the angel again speaking to John, so now we're in chapter 17 and verse uh, 15. And he saith unto me, the waters which thou sawest, where the whore or the harlot sitteth, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. So remember back at the beginning of chapter 17, I know it's been a few episodes ago, uh, but verse number one, where the angel said, come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. So uh, the, the, the chapter really is about the rise and fall of the, the prostitute, the great whore, religious Babylon whom Antichrist, the beast, has used for his benefit, for his advancement. So it seems like the, the, the harlot has been riding the beast, but really the beast has just been manipulating, has been using for a season the great whore. So religion has been a tool of Antichrist. Religion has been a tool of the beast, the, the world system. And when religion is no longer needed to attract, to uh, dominate, to manipulate the people of the world, religion itself will be discarded because the end game of the devil, uh, as typified by his human um, tool, the Antichrist, has always been self-worship has always been that the world would bow down to him. Remember, the devil's the great counterfeiter and the great counterfeit trinity, Satan, the, the beast, the false prophet, uh, is a just a counterfeit of the trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. And just as the, the God expects worship to him and him alone, I mean, is that not the essence of the Decalogue, the worship God and him alone? that the devil has always wanted the worship that has been due God. Remember back in Isaiah chapter 14, when Lucifer uh, fell, the pride of Lucifer is, I also will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the side of the north. I will be like the most high. Uh, Satan said to Jesus, worship me and I will give you the kingdoms of this world. So the devil has always wanted worship. He's always wanted the glory, the the worth the, 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 the worship due to God has always wanted that. So here we find the end game of the devil is just being shown so clearly. Verse number 15, so the waters which thou sawest are people, multitudes, nations, tongues, the people of the world that religion has duped. And the Antichrist has used religion for a season to dupe the world. But now it's the great bait and switch that tolerance, multiculturalism, the one world religion has just prepared people now to worship the devil himself. 
who has been behind it all. Look at verse number 16. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore. So a world system that seems to celebrate religion, that seems to celebrate religious tolerance and diversity and multiculturalism and one world religion really is just a big lie. Because at the end of the day, they hate religion. They hate all things God. They hate all things that name God or God's little G because it's always been about me, the devil, the Antichrist. So the Bible says in verse number 16, the 10 horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will. So who's in control here? Well, it seems like this is the ultimate time of the devil's control when he is uh, hating the whore and destroying religion and getting all the worship for himself. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says God's in control. God is using all of this to fulfill his will. God's got a plan. So just like it, just like the actual the, the actual world power of Babylon back in the day, when it seemed like Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians had such power over God's people, God took care of Babylon. God was in control, even though it seemed like it was out of control. Even here in the Great Tribulation, when it seems like the devil has the most control, God is in control. His will is unfolding. Look at verse number 17. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will. And to agree to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. So God's timetable, God's economy, God's plan, a God wins. Look at verse number 18. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city. So now here it is, that mystery Babylon, uh, the mother of harlots, is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. So what do we find in the end of chapter 17, we find that the one world religion, uh, we find that the mother of harlots will collapse and fall. Uh, there's all Religion has always been the enemy of true Christianity. Religion and religious systems have always persecuted God's true people down through the ages. We find it in Jesus' day. We find it in episodes like the Spanish Inquisition of the 1500s. We find it here in the Great Tribulation that religion has always been the enemy of true Christianity. And here we find religious Babylon falling and Antichrist reigning supreme. Political Babylon seemed, seeming to be impregnable and yet all of God's will faithfully, incrementally being fulfilled. So uh, next episode, we'll jump into chapter number 18. We've talked about religious Babylon. Let's talk about political Babylon and see the demise of the devil and his system as the Bible predicts. So I hope that helps. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you next time. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.